Welcome, everyone, to the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Here on the show, we bring you interviews with business owners, executives, and key players operating in and around the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada region. We grab their insights on business, marketing, leadership, and motivation. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome to another edition of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, Jack DeClaire from High Energy Gas and Wood. High Energy Gas and Wood has been in the industry for 22 years, going strong as a family-owned business today. We're going to be discussing all things fireplace related today, and specifically, we're going to get into what has made High Energy Gas and Wood the go-to company for all things fireplace and wood stove related. You're going to want to tune into this. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Uh, We've got a really special guest here on the show today. Uh, Joining us here today on the show is Jack DeClaire from High Energy Gas and Wood. Uh, High Energy Gas and Wood is the go-to place for all things uh, fireplace and stove related. Uh, They're a great, great business uh, out here in the village of Metcalf. Uh, It is my pleasure to welcome to the show the founder and uh, owner of the company, uh, Jack DeClaire. Jack, welcome to the show. Thanks, Paul. uh, Glad to join you. Jack, maybe uh, maybe to start off, we you can bring the audience uh, sort of full circle here on sort of your roots and and your upbringing. What bring us back to to your upbringing, Jack? What, what did that look like? Uh, well, I'm basically from the area. Um, um, grew up in the Carlsbad area. Uh, my father still lives in the the original home where um, basically I was brought to probably straight from the hospital. Um, so grew up in the Carlsbad Springs area, uh, Tendo Public School called Ramseyville. So it was kind of a tight knit little school. You, you knew everybody, uh, you know, probably 150 students in the whole school. Um, as I grew up, um, went to high school at uh, Gloucester High School, which was a big change to from 160 students to 2,400. Uh, <laughs> but again, got to uh, know that. I'm, I, Again, I've sort of stayed in the area. I, I from Carlsbad Springs, I moved over to Edwards, is uh, where I bought a lot when I was like 19, and and um, was very fortunate with my wife and I built a house and moved in it straight before we, uh, um, just a, a day or two before we got married. So we went straight from uh, living at my parents' place, uh, myself living at my parents and her living at her parents, and moving straight into a house where we've been for 30 plus years. So there hasn't been a lot of change and excitement as far as move goes. Um, <laughs> But uh, so I think maybe 10 miles or less in between. So um, I, I would probably say growing up, uh, you know what, it's just, uh, you know, my faith is, is very strong and I've been brought up in a church. Um, and my, my parents always taught me the, you know, just the uh, kindness and love of, of um, you know, family, friends um, mm-hmm. and respect mm-hmm. for others. Uh, my father was just a very hardworking man who just, uh, you know, put his family first. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was a, a stay-at-home mother, did some a little bit of babysitting, but um, 
you know, have um, four siblings. So there was five of us in a small little home. So, uh, you know, it was, it was a good upbringing. You know, we had good friends, yeah. good family, uh, a lot of strong friends through uh, church that I, I met when, you know, we were in cribs before we even knew each other that we still have now. So it's, it's been, uh, certainly we've been very blessed. Where, where were you in the, in the house, Jack? Were you the youngest of the, of the siblings or? I was right in the middle. So I have an older brother and an older sister and then two younger sisters. Okay. Okay. What was that dynamic like? You're right in the middle. Uh, good. I, I think, you know, I mean, there's always, uh, your little differences between I probably bond the best with my oldest sibling and my youngest sibling. Okay. Um, but no, it's, it's, it was good. I mean, you're a close knit family and, and yeah. uh, you know what I mean? My father worked a lot and very hard. So, you know, you, you certainly uh, were got along with your family, your members um, just because you spent so much time together. And my yeah. parents was, were was your dad an entrepreneur, Jack? Uh, no, no, I think uh, he was, Actually, he was very, a very intelligent man that could do a lot, a lot of things. But I think, uh, you know, he did everything from house building. He, he really helped us build our house. My wife, myself, and my dad were probably the, the uh, you know, we had help from other people, but we're the primary ones in, in building the house. So he, he could just about do anything. But um, I, I think he was, um, he got into a, a good job with a roofing company and, and, and spent uh, 30 plus years there and it was just the the safety of um of of uh, steady income uh that that kept him there uh so when my mom passed away he he immediately kind of quit and and we we're very fortunate he worked my brother for a few years and then when I started the company he he asked to come work with me and he worked with me for I think three or four years which was a great experience wow wow it was when and was and what maybe we'll, we'll get into that a little bit um um what what's what was sort of his biggest influence on you is it would you say it's the work ethic oh absolutely um you know he worked long and hard always always willing to help other people or or, or stretch out and and uh just so to say you know what if you don't know something you yeah. know get yourself informed and learn it and just uh you know take it on and and uh and, and do well at what you do and, and always do a great job and be honest. It was yeah. always his kind of uh, philosophy. So, so what were the drivers for, for Jack declare to start high energy and, and what, what year are we going back to here, Jack? Um, well, I guess probably back to, uh, Oh, I mean, we've been going for about 22 years now. Um, I had, I had sort of at one point when I was done high school, decided to take a year off before going off to college. And then before you know what, you start a job and, and, and you don't tend to go back until later where, when I got my gas license, but, um, you just, uh, I, I worked from the ground up with a fireplace company right from the start. And, and from there I, um, about six years working for a company in Ottawa, one of the uh, the main managers started his own company. So we uh, he asked me to join him. So uh, I, I was able to see it right from the ground up and and build up to a full big retail operation he had, um, and then decided you know what I really I really like the sales part of it as well. And so um, a lot of it is I find that uh, I liked the idea of knowing something from start to finish. And what what I mean by that is just meeting with the clientele right at the beginning and says looking at them and saying look you know what 
Um, you're not going to deal with a salesperson and this person, then a sub, and then a this. It's just um, mm. we're answerable straight from start to finish because uh, we all be part of the process from beginning to end. Okay, okay. So, so you start the the company and w- like physically, where where were you guys located? Because I don't think you're located where the showroom is now, right in the village of Metcalf. Is that correct? That's right. So, I, I mean, again, I was fortunate when I decided uh, to leave some of these bigger companies um, working for them. They right away really wanted me to stay involved. So they, they right away jumped up and the owners were good people. Um, you know, they right away helped me and sort of said, hey, you know what, here's a vehicle to use until you get one your own. And so we, we, we basically started a lot with just subbing back from them, just doing strictly retail. I'd done a an awful lot of new construction and I was getting kind of bored of that. So okay. uh, then I moved more into the retail and, and doing all the uh, subbing jobs from uh, one of the larger companies in Ottawa. Okay. And, and what, when you're saying those jobs, what, what were those jobs, Jack? Was it just fireplaces or? Yes. Yeah. It was mostly fireplaces, uh, the wood and the gas of it, but yes. Okay. Okay. Now I want to go back because there's, there's a lot of people uh, today that are either starting a business or they're thinking about going into business. What were some of those, because I, like, I, I think a lot of people see, especially, you know, the downside I find right now of social media is people see these extravagant lifestyles of entrepreneurs and they think it's this, this road paved in gold, but it's not. What were some of the challenges that you had in starting out? Well, I think like anything, you're, it, it's learning, um, cust- learning customers, having your name out there, um, just, just being able to slowly build up your clientele. So I think I was fortunate enough to you know, do a little bit of subbing for companies. And as, as the years went on and your name got out there, you tended to deal more directly with customers. And then um, you still were able to learn and, and, and feed off the owners uh, who are very helpful. Um, and just sort of do more and more on your own until you get to the point where you sort of say, Hey, you know what? I just, I need to do my own stuff because I just have, have enough of it. So um, we've been kind of blessed that way without starting right away saying, Hey, you know what? Let's just throw out a pile of money and, and be way in debt. And all of a sudden just start and say, Hey, we have all these bills to pay. We were able to build it up slowly. Okay. Okay. And, and since you started Jack, what, what's changed in, in the business, if, if anything, um, well, I, again, I guess for us, it's been just more dealing with cl- clientele. I mean, we've been very blessed with, with huge growth. Um, I think the biggest part of, of the, uh, subbing for other companies is I had a good, uh, friend of mine who, uh, once we were talking about business and he sort of said to me, you know what, you're, you're at the point now you have to make this decision whether you work on your business or in your business and and neither was wrong and and what he meant by that was you know you can work in a business you know what you have yourself like we were doing just uh my wife doing the books um me and and one employee just working out of one truck or possibly going to a second truck um and and just sort of doing that for years to come and then when you're ready to retire you basically sell off your truck and your tools and you just sort of move on or you can work on your business and and try and expand it and move to the point where you know uh, other people are doing some of the work with you you bring on more employees um, mm-hmm. and you work to to grow the business so that you're not the only person that when you take holidays the business is basically sh- shut down or if you mm-hmm. decide to retire that the business just disappears mm-hmm 
Mm -hmm. What, what, what was the big change? So, so you build up, you know, you're building up your name, you're, you're doing a lot of the sub work, you're getting your name out there, getting some additional business. And then you're making this big move. Cause I'd imagine it's a big move to, to Metcalf. Yeah, it was for sure. Um, you know what? I, th I think a lot of it's, um, support uh lynn my wife was uh a lot of times where i had chances where someone said hey why don't you come work for me and it, it seems safe um my wife often sometimes said to me you know you won't like it <laughs> um yeah. so she she uh she challenged me on stuff to make sure that it was sound decisions and not to grow too quick too fast but at the same time sort of said hey you know what uh, I, I see that's your passion that's what you really want to do so it certainly was a a, a big uh, jump to purchase the building in Metcalf. And I think the first time I kind of brought it up to her, she was like, are you crazy? <laughs> so, but I just kind of said, Hey, let's just go look at the place and have a look. And we, uh, we, we came in and she saw the potential of it. So she, she has never been one to shy away from physically hands on. Like I said, when we built the house, she was right there with us um, in, in everything that had to be done. So uh, very fortunate that way where we just sort of said, Hey, let's, purchase this building and try and move some of the business away from, from the house. So, you know, for, for those in the audience that have come through Metcalf, um, it's, uh, it's really nice to see what, uh, what Jack has done with, uh, it's a very, very historic building where the showroom is, but it's really nice to see as you come into Metcalf, those of, that are familiar with it, you hit the flashing red light, you hit the stop sign, You've got Victoria Park on one side and they're directly across the street on the other corner. And they've done a, a remarkable job in, in bringing uh, the building up to date uh, as a cornerstone pretty much uh, of the, and in the center of the village too. Jack, I just want to circle back to something that, that I think is important. I've heard this from many entrepreneurs that have said having a supportive spouse is very, very important. And hearing that, you know, Lynn was was kind of guiding you as well. What would you say about having that relationship uh, with your significant other in terms of keeping you uh, maybe focused or growing the business, understanding, you know, those sacrifices that, that need to be made? How important is that? Oh, I mean, it, ultimately, it's it's everything because uh, with, without that, you're probably going nowhere. You know, I have I have a lot of times where I'm the the ideas guys and the and and the I know where I want to get to, and it, if you don't have the person that really sort of grounds you and and deals with all the details and and say don't skip a step, you you, all, you can very easily get lost in it and give you know, poor service and, and, and go backwards on it. So uh, you, you need that person to realize, um, yeah, this is a great idea and this is not necessarily such a good idea. And so, I mean, there, there's certainly some, some pushback back and forth between the two of us, but you know, yeah. 30, 30 plus years marriage. Um, I sometimes wonder uh, <laughs> how she's put up with me for so long. Um <laughs> So it, I, I mean, it's it's like any any kind of business. You need to surround yourself with good people, and we've yeah. done that within the the uh, employees we have, and and that starts in my case with uh, with, with Lynn um, being there from the start. I mean, besides happy wife, happy life, it's I think it's uh, I think it's uh, that that's really well said, Jack. To have you know the two of you on on the same page. Um, 
now the other thing I want I want to bring in here for the audience because I think this is um, this is a great business. Uh, obviously, as Jack's already mentioned, started with himself with Lynn, uh, but it's really become a family affair because his son uh, Bradley has come into the business. How many is it? Three three boys you have, Jack? Yes, yeah, I have three boys, um, and they're all married now. Um, so we're very fortunate. One, uh, we we started with three boys, and then my oldest son, uh, who joined the business, he kind of called me and sort of said, "Hey, I need to talk to you." And it kind of caught me by surprise because I didn't think he was very interested. And said, "Look, I looked into the course. I I, I really want to join." Um, so he had looked into things, and he's joined us, and that's been really good for us. And and he's uh, going kind of full circle. Him and his wife. Um, at uh, one point up till recently lived upstairs in the apartment. So we actually, um, the, the building has a little more, more significance to me as well, because my two, my first two grandsons were actually born upstairs. Oh, that's awesome. With, with a midwife. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And then we had a, my youngest son had a, a, a daughter. So that's very, very special as well, because it's our first uh, daughter experience. So granddaughter, um, <laughs> And then the oldest one actually just recently had uh, twin boys. So that's, uh, that's another unique experience, which has been fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so Bradley comes, comes into the business. Uh, he obviously understands a little bit of it, having, having grown up with, you know, with you in, in the house. What was that transition like in, in bringing him in? Uh, it actually went very smooth. Um, I had an employee who was with me for 10 years um, decide to move on and move in uh, and work for his, uh, his, his girlfriend's father. And so he, Bradley saw that as an opportunity to, to jump right in. And it's, it's, it's worked really, really well. Um, he's got some strengths that I certainly don't. He's a lot stronger on the service part as, as far as the, uh, electrical and all that kind of stuff. So that's, uh, he's got his own strength. He brings in, he's, um, I like to think a hard worker. He, he got the experience from working for a few other places, which, uh, you know, we've always heard positive things from all my boys that they're all a bit hard workers. So, um, oh, that's good. I think that's the strongest starting point you can ask for. And, and how many employees do you guys have now, Jack? Well, we currently have uh, five, uh, including my wife and myself and Bradley. Uh, okay. We we actually need seven or eight. <laughs> it's been a bit of a challenge finding that employees, many? and and uh, yeah, um, yeah, there is a bit of a shortage out there. Okay. Uh, as far as we're concerned, we've been advertising for a long time. We'd love to have people join us, but what uh, sort of a shortage do you have? Like, what are you looking for? Well, we. Um, we're looking for, um, we'd love to get a gas fitter on, on board, um, someone that's licensed. Uh, we have a, a young lad we brought on to help um, with the wood side of it, uh, who's been very, very good. And, and we'll see where he, he progresses, whether he is interested enough to get into uh, going back school or learning some of that part of it. But, uh, um, and then we could really use another person in the office for sure. Uh, okay. We're looking currently looking to hire a full-time salesperson just okay. because there's only so much we can do. Um, we, we've, we're kind of maxed on a, what we can do with who we have. It's, it's been a, a very busy time, which is fantastic. So now, now because you know, obviously this is, you know, we're just on, on a podcast here, so there's only audio, I, if you don't mind, because I don't think, I mean, we're not going to do much justice to us to it anyway, but walk the audience uh, through that, the showroom, like it's, it's absolutely uh, stunning. The, the showroom that you have. 
Yeah, it's it's we love the setting. We get a lot of compliments from uh, uh, reps, even that come in from different products that say our, our fireplace is unique. It's it's certainly not an old, uh, you know, just a cookie cutter building. It's it's like you said earlier, it has a lot of history. Uh, we've been really, again, blessed by the community. You know, when we started doing the outside work, we, we had a really good contractor who did a lot of the work. And there, there wasn't a day that went by that there was, you know, five, six, seven people, you know, stopping by to say thanks for fixing up the building. It was, it's been an eyesore for a long no, time. It's great. It's going to fall down. So, um, and so the inside is, is, is very interesting because it really goes back to the, uh, into the 1800s. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think the second um, uh, general store in all of Osgood Township, from what I can read, um, okay. it's, actually older, it's actually older than the town hall. So it's it's always oh, been okay. a general store with a residence attached way back into the 1800s. And wasn't the um, wasn't the post office there too at one point? Or yeah, something? the original. Uh, there's a little small room off to the side there that people find a little strange looking that comes off where they cut through the brick to add a little room on the front. And yeah, that was the original post office in the village. Um, it actually had power by a generator before. Wow. Else got it. So it still has the original uh, tin ceilings in the place. Um, the history is pretty extensive on it. They used to run a stagecoach from here to Ottawa uh, based on it. And it's got the old original hardwood floors. And yeah. uh, again, the community has been so good with us. We just had a customer come in a few weeks ago with a, with a picture of when the place, um, it used to have the big Victorian peaks on it when it burnt down in 1905 and just the outside brick was still standing uh, with the original owner, uh, Mr. Simpson and five or six guys standing in the burnt out front entrance and, and, and their names listed on the paper. And, and, and an older gentleman came in and said, my sister and I were going through uh, some of her, her pictures and photos and he had original photo with all these names written on it. And he sort of said, here, we'd love you to have it. So uh, again, we've uh, the history of the place, we have people coming in from Ottawa just to look at fireplaces or all over the place who say, you know what, just looking at the old building and the inside of it is mm -hmm. worth the drive, even if we don't end up purchasing from you. So, yeah. And how many models do you guys have there? I think I want to, uh, we could have up to usually about 40 models. Um, yeah. You know, we probably have about 18 to 20 burning uh, on the gas side. And then we have a lot of, uh, um, wood product uh, being a small area we can't really burn wood in here just because of the apartments and the above it and stuff so um yeah and we got a, a little bit of a mixture with with electric so we we try to find a balance of uh, of manufacturers that complement each other so we don't tend to try and bring on a manufacturer that uh everything copies another company we always we we, we try and do a few really good manufacturers well and and basically that have a full range of product uh, to be able to offer people. Okay. And, and what are the, what are the main products that, uh, because again, we can't see the, the showroom that you have there. I would say wood stoves, fireplace insert. Is that sort of the main? Yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. So, I mean, our, our main manufacturers are Regency, which are really strong in the gas and the wood side of it. Uh, then we also deal with Yodel that gets into a lot of the uh, cast iron stoves and cast iron fireplaces. Uh, modern. We take, we brought a new line cozy, um, which is which is primarily gas fireplaces lineal some different stuff uh we're also dealers of heat and glow that's one of the biggest manufacturers in the world um and they have a a, a real huge range of product um and then we also deal with quadrifier which is again a great wood manufacturer that uh, gives us uh, some really good pro quality product 
what what changed for high energy gas and wood this year with uh, with COVID and how have you how have you adapted or modified uh, for it? I think we were, again we were very fortunate. I mean we were, we had some pretty strong sales going into March of of COVID when they shut down the store that kept. Um, we sort of decided to close the store just for safety of, of the employees. Uh, but we were an essential service, so we were able to do a bunch of work. We, we worked with the, uh, the local authorities on what we could do and couldn't do. Uh, but being an essential service, we were still able to deal with uh, jobs that were kind of sold and renovations that were ongoing. So um, I would say, if anything, um, we, we've we've been one of the more blessed people. There's certainly a lot of businesses that we feel for that are really struggling, but uh, we've seen our, our our market share share really, really really jump during COVID. So again, the the people in the area have been very good with um, wanting to support local, help local, um, and, and so they they come in just for that reason. So that's that's been great. Okay, I just want to talk about some some pillars of success, and I think we've already touched on some of these here, Jack. What, what are the pillars of success that you would say have served you well? Um, I think probably the big thing is I'm I'm conservative by nature, so like I started slow. You know, we 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 generally, um, I mean it's tough for small businesses to start out. Uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of banks that don't like you like to um, work with you when you're very small because they just see you as self-employed. Um, and so you have no income, no T4 slip. So we, we basically decide to start very small um, and, and slowly build up through time. So, you know, we, we fund ourselves. We don't, uh, we, 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 didn't we don't get into any credit lines or any kind of big things like that we've just sort of some people say well why isn't your showroom fully open or, or this type of thing and it was just like well because we just slowly built things up uh, mm -hmm. as we could afford it so um i think sometimes there's something to be said for not growing too big too fast so that okay. you lose the feel the feel of what you need that got you the success yeah um, you know kind of your own passion can get weighed out if you if you're too big too quick now, though you're, you're you know starting small, very conservative, and then and building on it slowly. You know, if I I don't want to I don't want to say you know what you're implying like implying patience because I find there's no patience with young people today. They they want to get into business and have the success that someone else has had in your well, exactly. No, I I think so too because you know we we've tried bringing some guys on. We've tried sometimes. Uh, we, we try and keep everything in house. We have tried before to do a bit of stubbing out to some young guys that are, are actually quite good, mm -hmm. um, and, and want to start on their own. But before you know it, they want a hundred dollars an hour and $60 per service call for, for truck. And, and yeah. they've, you know, they've gone out and, and invest a lot of money in a $90,000 truck. And, um, and, and so they, they really want to limit themselves to, well, I, I only want to do this and I only want to do that. And I, mm -hmm. I, I think we've just basically sort of said, you know what, we need to be willing to do almost anything. Um, and then as you got better at it, you sort of focus your, your, your view on what you do best and, and start narrowing down some of the stuff you, you don't do anymore just because, uh, well, quite, quite frankly, you're not, a, you just don't have time for anymore. And, yeah. and especially bringing you to what you're, you're best at doing and using your yeah. best yeah. thing. And, I mean, and your other thing is just really, uh, again, the tough part is finding the, the right people. You know, we've had uh, 
um, you know, we have a gentleman here, Mark Solvay, who's been a great asset to us because he kind of brings the, um, the impartial view. He's got a lot of experience and it kind of brings in the impartial view where, where you're dealing with a family dynamic. And he's, he's great at that. And he's great at looking at all sides of it and, and sort of balancing in between. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it's just finding the right, right people. Uh, okay. You know, we don't want to necessarily be the biggest or the best. We're comfortable with the size we are. Uh, like I said, we'd like two or three more employees, but um, you know, we, we sort of had a goal to where we want to get um, and we don't want to get to the point where we feel that we can't properly service or, or deal with our clientele. If someone was starting a business today, Jack, what, what three things would you tell them? Um, I would probably say again, in my case, is really identify what you're really good at. Um, I mean, it certainly helps. I mean, there are, there are obviously guys out there that have great ideas that can really run with it. Uh, but I think for a lot of people, starting a business really has to be a bit of a passion. It has to be something that you're willing to work long and hard hours to, to accomplish. Um, you know, again, have that supportive family that uh, uh, may not always like it, but will certainly put up with it or, or, or sort of cover you uh, on a lot of things that you're not able to do because you're so busy on, on working. But yeah. um, so I think, again, it's just having the passion, starting out, knowing what you're doing, um, and you know what, I've, I've also been lucky where you bounce ideas off different businesses and, and sort of say, hey, what's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? So that you, um, you can kind of focus on where you need to be. Okay. Okay. Walk us through a typical day. What's, what's a typical day look like uh, for, for Jack DeClaire? Well, I mean, this year it's a little bit, again, because of the COVID, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been extremely, extremely busy. Yeah. So um, let's go pre-COVID. What, what does it look like pre-COVID? Um, well, I guess it's a lot of it will be coming in. Um, you know, I usually like to try and get here, you know, an hour before any of the other employees get in here, just try and go over some of the messages and, and the um, some quotes, getting quotes out. I, I generally do most of the in-homes myself. Um, so it's just trying to get those quotes written up so that they can be sent out from the office. Um, when the fellows, uh, guys get in, it's more or less getting them up and ready and, and good to go that there isn't anything missed and, and s- sending it off on their job. And then generally loading for my own job, going out and, uh, and, and doing the job. Like I said, Mark being here has really helped because uh, between him and Lynn, you know, they can schedule my day a little bit more and have mm-hmm. it planned. Um, and then again, go out for the day and come back and, uh, you know, um, answer any questions from the office and, and generally do a few quotes again. So my wife and I can be here quite a few nights fairly late just trying yeah. to, to, to uh, do it. So it can be some long days, but I, I certainly enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great, Jack. And, and in terms of, I mean, as long as, you know, those, those days be, and they can certainly be long, especially for someone like you that's on your feet and, and is doing a bit of manual labor too. How do you stay balanced, Jack? What, what advice would you give to people in that regard? Um, I mean, I think you got to, it's easy to get um, overloaded. Um, I think, again, my wife is is great at that, where it's like, it's time to stop or or she's very good at planning, let's say, uh, 
just getaways or mm -hmm. or we, we do have a, a cottage that we go up to which is which has been fantastic now so you can get away for the weekend and then just forget about business completely and we are yeah, very close to our kids and our grandkids so that's that's a big part of the grounding there's yeah there's nothing i i love more than than uh with the, the grandkids you know i mean i always say to people for some of the biggest accomplishments um it, it's it's probably my kids uh, one of my prouder moments was when when my uh, my grandson was asked for school to bring um his favorite thing to school and he told his mother he wanted to bring his grandfather so um <laughs> That's awesome. so, so she said no no it's supposed to be like a toy like your favorite thing and she said, but it's my grandfather so I, I she threw it by the school who was very supportive and so my one of my proudest moment was being the show and tell thing and going my grandfather oh, so you went to, uh, to school oh absolutely oh uh, that is awesome sort of saying, well you're probably busy and I'm going no no and the teachers were there they were so excited she says yeah we're going to tape it so all the teachers can see we've never had a request like this so oh, that's awesome. It, it was awesome. So I, you know, those, those to me are, are far and it's moments like that, that, you, that really kind of set you straight and say, Hey, you know, there has to be more than business. So we're, we're hoping as we've grown now and added an outbuilding for, uh, for stock, which is our, our kind of our last thing to get there that we can uh, start to enjoy more of the grandkids as they come along and, and our own kids. We, we enjoy spending time with them. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you, do you fish at the cottage too, Jack or? Uh, you know what? I, I always keep saying that we have fishing rods. We got a fishing um, license last year. Yeah. I, I have to learn to sit down and do it because as a kid, we used to fish a lot. My dad took us fishing quite a bit. When okay. Camping. So I, I do want to get into it more. We, did, we, we bought a boat this year, last year for the cottage. So awesome. certainly it's, it's on my radar to find the patience and the time to do stuff like that. <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. Okay, we're going to finish off with one last question here, Jack. When when people hear the name Jack, Jack DeClaire, what do you hope they would say? Um, I, I'm hoping they would say, um, you know, I do have a lot of customers that will say, you know, uh, that'll come in and say, someone said, you got to go see Jack. He'll, he'll straighten it out. He'll be honest with you. He'll be fair with you. Um, and that's, a, I think, all you can ask. I just want, uh, you know, we always do our best with, with any of our customers. And I always say that it's never, you're never not going to have troubles. It's how you deal with them. And we try and be fair with people and meet with them and, uh, and, and always work out a resolve, you know, own up to any mistakes you've made. And so I, again, I think the biggest thing is I want people to think of me as, as, as very honest and very fair. Jack, that is, uh, that is awesome. Uh, I can definitely, uh, you know, definitely vouch for uh, that honesty uh, and you know, not only from yourself, from Bradley as well. We had some work here. We had to get a gas line put in not too long ago. Uh, Bradley came over, got it all done. It was uh, it was phenomenal uh, to deal with you guys. Even better to be able to walk over to uh, to the showroom here in the village. Uh, Jack, uh, this has been incredible. I I definitely thank you uh, for your insights here. I definitely think there's there's some insights here for those that are out there with a business looking for some ideas, inspiration, or motivation. Uh, Jack, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you for having us, Paul. Uh, welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, we're very, very blessed here today to have uh, an additional guest from High Energy Gas and Wood. 
Um, it's not very often uh, so far that we found here um, on the Ottawa Business Podcast that there are actually some small businesses out there and great small businesses, as you just heard from, from Jack DeClaire of High Energy Gas and Wood, that are looking for some people to help out uh, grow their grow their company here, especially moving into 2021. So I've reached out to the sales manager, Mark Solvay, from High Energy Gas and Wood to provide us with a little bit more information about that. For those of you that are out there, maybe looking for a career change, maybe you're looking for a new job, uh, or you're looking for, uh, for something that's going to maybe change, uh, change your perspective in your career, um, I brought Mark on to maybe provide a little bit more information. Um, so Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thank you for the opportunity of uh, speaking about our, our firm, High Energy Gas and Wood, your fireplace specialist uh, located in Metcalf. And I'm pleased to, to uh, answer any questions you may have or just give a little synopsis of who we are, where we are, where we've been and where we're going. Yeah, maybe we, you know what, maybe that's, that's a good point, Mark. Why don't we start right there to provide a little bit more perspective uh, to the people that might be listening to this, thinking of, of applying. Give us a little bit more perspective on high energy and sort of the culture and what it's like to work there at, uh, at a great uh, small business. Well, the small business is the operative word. Right now, we are a small business, but we're growing in leaps and bounds. And what I mean by that is we have uh, two crews. Uh, we have a controller. We have myself, the sales manager. And we're in the process, because we're growing so quickly, of uh, of reaching out and looking to grow our firm, which I might like to talk about in a little more detail as we move on. But as far as the company itself, High Energy Gas and Wood, uh, Jack and Lynn DeClear are the owners of the firm. And they've been in business for just over 21 years now. Um, they purchased, they used to work out of their home here in Metcalf. We're a rural company. Uh, but about seven, eight years ago, they purchased a building uh, in the heart of Metcalf. For anyone who knows Metcalf, just outside of Ottawa, we're at the four corners, we're dead center of the village, a really nice location. So they purchased this building. It used to be an old, actually the building was uh, was built in 1863, and it's uh, it's been used for other other uh, other means. It was a hotel originally, then last. A last use, it was a hardware store, and Jack and Lynn purchased it about seven, eight years ago, as I said, renovated it, and now it is our showroom uh, for high-energy gas and wood. We, we deal mostly with uh, rural, at this time, rural, company, uh, rural clients. Um, we do gas, wood, and pellet, stoves, inserts and fireplaces i'm not going to get into too much detail i'm not trying to be condescending to anyone listening but um we deal with a qu quite a variety of appliances on the wood and the gas side gas also includes propane our showroom in our showroom now we have about 40 uh, appliances that uh, we can that we have on display we have six uh, no, seven, excuse me, different manufacturers that we represent. Um, some of them uh, some of them familiar to, to the, the listening audience, some not so familiar. And that's one of the reasons we like to invite people into our showroom. Um, 
it's uh, not a high pressure sales uh, sales atmosphere. It's actually pretty low key um, with uh, with the sales force that's in there. Um, it's uh, it's been renovated a couple of times, and it's a very comfortable place to to be and to visit. Uh, it's very practical. We can uh, show. Um, some of our appliances actually burning. So the client can get that actual feeling of what the unit would look like in their home. Uh, typically what we do is we'll, um, we'll ask people if they phone in or join us on our, our Facebook page or our website. And I'll go over those website and Facebook uh, addresses a little later or maybe ask you to. We'll ask them to contact us and then we'll go to their home um, for a new, what we call a no charge in-home consultation um, and no pressure whatsoever. We, our, our goal is to partner with our clients. As I often say when people come in, that after you know having children and buying a home and buying a car, it's one of your most expensive or biggest uh, cash out, outlays. So we want to make sure that our clients are comfortable with us because it's an awful lot of money they can spend and we want to make sure that they're comfortable with us. We take the orders and the installations from cradle to grave. In other words, we, we do the in-home installation. Um, we'll order the product. We'll schedule the installation. If it's a wood product, we'll do the wood permits for the clients, take that uh, onus off of them. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it that behind the scenes, but we'll make sure to answer any and all questions. Now, being a family business, what we are, uh, Bradley and, or excuse me, Jack and Lynn own it. Bradley is, uh, is our gas technician, and he's the son. And uh, Bradley works mostly on the gas. Jack works mostly on the wood. We're in the process, as I was mentioning, of, of looking for another gas fitter. A gas two fitter would be preferable. And his or her function would be to assist in the installs of our gas appliances, whether it be a gas insert, a gas stove, a gas furnace, things on the gas side. There are a couple of companies in the area that we work with as far as installing pool heaters and things of that nature. Uh, and it gets very busy in the spring, and so we would need someone to assist in that. We're also looking for, at this time, an inside salesperson, and which is a good thing for us because it shows um, we're just too busy right now. I don't mean too busy. I mean, so busy. We can never be too busy, but the thing happens when you get busy is sometimes you forget to take care of the customers that you, that, uh, that you, you're dealing with. And that's one thing we pride ourselves on is dealing follow-ups and, uh, and contact and staying in contact completely with our clients. So we pride ourselves in that we're doing pretty good, but another inside sales associate would help uh, in uh, following up on, on quotations, preparing quotations, um, uh, hosting clients as uh, potential customers as they come into the showroom, um, order processing, things of that nature. There's a lot that goes into it, and it can be a real enjoyable career. Uh, it's inside sales for now with training to eventually go on the road uh, to to grow within the company, and there is a future. So. That's the kind of thing that we're, uh, we'd like to promote the, our, our requirement for those two positions at this time. Um, our 
biggest, well, with social media being what it is right now because of COVID and other things, a lot of people are, excuse me, going out so much as opposed to searching on social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or, um, uh, you know, Facebook and all, all the other social media uh, avenues is we get a lot of people to call us, which we enjoy. We enjoy speaking to them. But what we found in the last year and a half that most of our clients are referrals. Now, I've been in the sales business for a long time, and uh, there's nothing better than referrals. The referrals means you're doing the right thing. Um, and these are genuine referrals, and uh, we're getting a lot of positive feedback on our Facebook page. Um, we're just now getting comfortable uh, being a smaller business, a smaller family business, we're just getting comfortable now with the social social media aspect of it. We had a fellow set up our our website and our IT, et cetera, and we're in our Facebook page, and we're starting to get our handle around it. But most of it now is face-to-face, uh, telephone, but we've got to come out of that shell, and hopefully this inside sales associate can help us, uh, help us along the way in that. Um, referrals are, are key. Um, our, our basic area of installs or our basic client base, I guess, our client base is mostly, um, rural right now, uh, rural being, um, Castleman, uh, Russell, uh, Embrum, Osgood, Chesterville, etc. But we do where there's a lot of gas, i.e. Manatic, City of Ottawa proper, Canada, Bear, uh, Barhaven. So we go with anywhere within 60 kilometers. We'll go. We'll go anywhere, of course. But those are, that's our, 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 our meat and potatoes. It's about a 60-kilometer area mm-hmm. from Metcalf. Um, what else can I add to this is that um, – uh, let me see. <laughs> well, well I was, have... I was, I was going to say, Mark, you know, with like uh, how, like how, if someone's listening to this and, you know, they're, they're interested in either, you know, maybe coming on as the gas fitter or the inside sales associate, how did you want them to get in touch with you? Yeah. Thank you for that, Paul. The best way would be by email. Uh, so if you want, you either wanted to send your, CV, uh, your resume to me directly. And my email address is lowercase. It's rather lengthy. It's Mark. So M-A-R-C at highenergyfireplace.com. And you can also find that on our uh, website. And the website is highenergyfireplace.com. And on that Facebook, excuse me, on that website, you'll be able to see a lot of the product. It's very informative. It's well, well laid out. And uh, you can contact me directly by phone at 613-821-3316 if you'd prefer to do it to send me, uh, to give me a call. And that would be very, uh, there'd be, of course, it'd be private conversations and emails would be private as well. Um, and you can reach me anytime. Our office hours, our showroom hours, are Tuesday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. But we do uh, have, uh, if someone has uh, a wish to come in on a weekend or in the evening, we can sometimes, well, not sometimes, we will do our best to uh, set up appointments after hours because we feel that those hours are not really conducive to a lot of people who are working during the day, and that makes sense. Um, our 
uh, goal, if we in the not too distant future, future rather, uh, is to open on Saturdays for three or four hours, and also maybe Thursday evenings to give those people who are getting home from work late or can get out and about on a Saturday to stop in. So it's warranted. We've got enough business to warrant uh, the uh, the extra time. With COVID being what it is as well, it's very important to know that we do follow all protocols either in our when we're doing our installations, when our estimator is at your home, and when you come into the showroom. So um, it, that's it, it's 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 good to know, and uh, it, it's what we do. We want to be as safe if we, as we can, not only with our our, our own employees, but with our clients. It's important mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think uh, we have a couple of vehicles on the road. We have two large vans, two large Nissan vans, fully equipped. Um, we also have a service vehicle that we use. Um, the the standard install for a standard install for a say a gas appliance would be three quarters of a day. So that's about what you'd be looking for. Mm-hmm. A wood appliance, say a stove or a fireplace or an insert, takes a little bit longer. So you would probably be looking at about a full day for an, in, uh, an install of that. We also do, um, we have someone who works with us. So we sub it out that does framing, drywall, and uh, what we call cement board, which would ex- uh, accept tiles if you want to finish off your, your fireplace or your install with your own tiles or paint. And we also have a gentleman that does our tiles for us. And uh, we could highly recommend them. Or we, we, yeah, we highly, highly recommend them. They've done a lot of work for us. We have an electrician that we, we recommend, we can recommend and refer for any electrical um, requirements. If you have to have, the, if there's a fan, for instance, on, on your new appliance and you have to have mm-hmm. the fan hooked up either at the panel or just an electrical electric outlet installed. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I was just I was I was just gonna jump in for for one second here, Mark. In terms of the gas, uh, let's just take the gas fitter. What are those specific uh, requirements? Yeah, the, was listening. They might say, "Look, I don't I don't have that," or you know. Yeah, at, the, at this qualified. stage right now, where we are, um, a gas fitter too is allowed to work on certain appliances up to. 400,000 BTUs. And again, that's just a rating. So if someone had a gas fitter one or a gas fitter three, excuse me, and wasn't, but had an intention that they were going to continue their schooling either at Algonquin or at Highmark, those are two of the most common places to get your certificate. Okay. We would be pleased to speak to them and uh, have them grow along with us because that's, that we're, we're not only in the sales and service, we're also into training. Uh, because anybody that we can train to to um, to join our team to work in our culture, I think mm-hmm. it's only going to be a good thing for us, and hopefully a good thing for him or her. Okay. On the sales, and, on the, sorry. Yeah. No. I was, you, you go ahead. Yeah. On the yeah. associate. Yeah, and on the inside sales uh, uh, position, just standard knowledge of uh, of. Uh, you know, um, uh, Microsoft Word, uh, data entry, email, uh, phone uh, etiquette uh, doesn't have to have any experience whatsoever um, okay. in the fireplace or a fireplace uh, field or HVAC, ventilation, air conditioning, nothing of that sort. That is 
everybody has to has learned something at the beginning, myself yeah. included. So it's more or less uh, an entry position uh, to help us uh, grow the business and hopefully then grow with us. Uh, we're located in our hours, as I said, are 10 to 5 um, yeah. for the showroom on Tuesday to Friday. But the mechanics and techs, they work mechanics and technicians work uh, 7.30 to 5. So okay. that's uh, outside. They work five days a week. Yeah. Okay. And are, are they, do they usually meet at the, uh, at the showroom itself, Mark, and then sort of take off from there? Is that? That yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right, Paul. We have our, our central where we come, we load, depending on the, the if we don't have a chance to load the night before, uh, we load up our, our vehicles and head out to site. Um, uh, days, we, we're pretty good now in that we uh, we have it pretty well, pretty well uh, scheduled that we can do the installs now in a day, so it allows the staff to get back to clean out the trucks, get set for the next day, you know, and so that's important. Now, the thing I just wanted to add, if I may, uh, I I joined the Jack and Lynn, on a personal note, Jack and Lynn and I knew each other from a few years ago. I came out of retirement to help help with the firm because it it was growing in leaps and bounds and it continues to grow. Uh, With COVID, uh, being uh, what it is, there was a talk and the thought that business we would slow and close down. And this, we're very, very fortunate, and that people are continuing to shop local and 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 continuing to use us. And we haven't had a day off. We we are a very, very busy company. Um, Jacqueline have done a wonderful job. Uh, Bradley does a great job, and we have a, a new labor helper, Ben, who's he just. He's a young, uh, ag- aggressive, enthusiastic uh, man, and uh, he, he's he's helping the company as well. Um, well. I do really invite anybody who's interested in uh, either uh, a replacement, uh, a new, uh, anyone who's building a home and looking for something, uh, to visit our website or to give us a call. And we'll invite you in. And as I said at the beginning, it's we're, we're country people and we're a family-run business. And I'd love to see you. And you will not feel any pressure whatsoever coming into our showroom. So that's about all I have to add. To, okay. To, uh, just just before we wrap up here, Mark, yeah, um, yeah. just had one other question. Does, do either one of those positions, the gas fitter or the inside sales position, do, do those individuals need to be wet certified? No, as a matter of fact, the only our company is wet certified because Jack is wet certified. Jack does okay. Jack does the installations uh, for stove uh, wood appliances. Okay. And because of because of that, um, wet letters are atta- wet certificates are attached to our invoice. I see. Um, yeah. So Bradley, who works on our gas, is also in the process of getting wet certified. It's key. You have to yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's a good, good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, okay, excellent, uh, Mark. This th- this has been uh, tremendous. Uh, I wish you guys uh, nothing but success here in finding some some good quality people that are out there. Um, I hope you guys get uh, get. I hope your inbox gets flooded here. That that would be great. And uh, I thank you very much for for joining us here on the show. 
Well, it's, it's us to thank you, Paul. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. We truly hope you found something of value in the show that you can use in your business or personal life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the show. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite player. Thank you.